0: Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Preppy Podcast. Um, Before we get into this week's episode, I wanted to let you guys know um, last week's episode with members of Lydia Menzies Supper Club Soiree. I actually did some vlogs on my YouTube channel that week as well. So definitely uh, go check those out if you just go on YouTube and search Patricia Marish, um, or everything's linked on my social media as well. Uh, But those are really fun, and I talk more with the people attending and show you some behind the scenes from that fun event. But this week's episode is with Valerie Dittner. She is a Houston-based stylist and wardrobe consultant. I have loved following her for a few years now. I just so enjoy the way that she mixes prints, isn't afraid of color, um, and just has fun with fashion. So I had to have her on the podcast to learn more about how she developed the sense of style and her inspiration, um, and everything in between. So I think you guys will really enjoy this. All right. So why don't you let everyone know who you are,
1: where you live, and what you do? Hi, everyone. My name is Valerie Dittner. I live in Houston, Texas, and I'm a wardrobe consultant and stylist. Awesome. And so I've been following you um I don't even know how I originally
0: found you but on Instagram forever and I just love your style because it's colorful, you mix patterns, you don't take it too seriously. It's fun. So I'm excited to learn more about you today
1: on the podcast. You are so kind. Um yes, you know, social media definitely has its um pitfalls, but one thing, you know, that I think most of us just love about it is that it connects people that we would have never met before so yeah same with you I'm so excited to meet you through social media and chat of
0: course so I always like to start at the beginning so what was your childhood like like where did you grow up and were you always one of those girls who was maybe um, playing with dolls and like styling their outfits back then or or crafting and creating like what was your childhood like
1: totally so I grew up in Oklahoma City Um, And, you know, Oklahoma is not known for fashion, um, but I have to say that my mom was really – it was really important to her, for my sister and I, my sister is two years younger than me, to learn um, that every day is worth dressing for. Like, for example, every Saturday night she would sponge roll our entire head of hair – for church on Sunday morning. Um, we were always getting dressed up to go um to a ballet performance or, you know, like always dressed very well for church or, you know, for a family holiday or dinner out. Um, so even though um Oklahoma, you know, in some parts and you know, we lived in Oklahoma City, so it was like as city as Oklahoma gets, if that makes sense. Um <laughs> even though, you know, Oklahoma is not known profession, my mom always definitely like dressed us. Um <clears throat> really well and like she um would pay so much attention to details like i remember one easter that our dresses were they weren't cream they weren't ivory they like the base color and it was like off white like very creamy um it, you know and my mom was like tea staining our socks and our ties <sighs> like like and was like doing multiple like I remember it was like a week-long process like no these are too dark no these are too light these are too white still like she really brought us up to um, pay attention to all the details so that was that's kind of like a peek into my childhood (laughs) I love that it sounds like your mom definitely inspired your love for fashion then (laughs) definitely yeah definitely you know um, you know, I always say today, you know, like today is worth getting dressed up for. And she definitely um, raised us in that way. Like you don't need an excuse to look nice.
0: Yeah, that is so fun. And I feel like she then, I feel like all of your outfits have so much like detail and like unexpectedness to them. And I feel like that comes from her then, because it sounds like she paid attention to the details.
1: No, totally. Yes. No, exactly. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> um, for sure. One East... Easter. Like I'm talking about Easter a lot, but we have these grape dresses and she like made hats with like grapes on them that match. It's like so, um, nineties tastic. It was incredible. But, um, I mean, it was like, it was pretty, yeah. All the attention to detail for sure. (laughs) Wow. That was so fun.
0: (laughs) So then when it came uh, time for college, where
1: and what did you end up studying? Was it anything to do with fashion or style? For college, um, I went to the University of Oklahoma on a ballet scholarship. Oh. <laughs> um, I'd always loved fashion, and especially in high school, I really got into fashion, um, like reading Vogue cover to cover. That sounds like so cliche, but it was. I was just always like wanting to know all the designers and um, – loved you know just like educating myself in fashion but um my first love was ballet for sure so I went to OU as a ballet major um I did that for two years and um I had like a injury that was not going away and like I'm 5'7 and that's pretty tall for a dancer um and I just kind of like wanted to be a normal person um so um (laughs) after doing that for two years I went to my like not guidance counselor, what is it? I'm not sure what it is in uh, college, but like the career counselor, probably, right? Yes, probably, okay. yes. And um I was like, okay, listen, I need to switch from ballet. Um, what will get me out the fastest? Because you know, um, I have been taking like stage lighting and stage makeup for like courses, like those courses don't really transfer. So I was like, what can get me out the quickest? And he was like, Well, you love to write, so let's do communication. And so I switched to that, and um, um, when I stopped dancing, I got a college job at this store called Cayman's um, in Norman, and they um, are a family business. They have, like, the best of the best. I mean, like, at the time, like, Tori Birch was coming on the scene, and they had Tori Birch and, like, DVF, like, the wrap dress was, like, back in full force. Um, Mark Jacobs was, like um, – the height of his career and they carried Mark Jacobs. So, um I started working on the floor there and then um got to become like I guess a junior buyer, I get to go to market with them and help them with orders and um the owner of the store um really was great because she you know didn't just like, okay, you know, you're cheap labor, college girls, but you know, she knew I had an interest in it and so she really Taught me about, like, okay, it's great. You love clothes, but like, how do we turn this into a business? She Mm -hmm. really taught me how to like think about buying and merchandising and selling clothes um, with like a business lens on it. So she was absolutely incredible and a great and um, not inspiration. What's the word I'm looking for? Great. Like a mentor. Yes, mentor, great influence. Totally. Totally that's
0: right. awesome. Well, first of all, I had no idea you were that tall. I don't know why that doesn't come across on Instagram. <laughs> that's, um, so, that's, that's so funny. Right? Because um, I'm super short. I'm like 5'1". So for some reason, I just assumed you were short too. Oh uh, but I love that you you know, were a dancer and that you were able to apply sort of what you knew from growing up as a ballerina into fashion, which there is a connection. I mean, thinking about costumes and um, makeup and kind of, you know, almost a fantasy. I feel like ballet, obviously, it's it's a story. It's a fantasy.
1: And you can kind of do that with clothing too. Totally. Exactly. Really committing to that moment, whatever the day is. Exactly. Really committing to like the story you're telling through dance. No, completely. And um, ballet really worked for me because – Um, I'm a planner and I love to like plan things. And so like, you know, in ballet, you just practice, 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 and then you perform it. And that kind of like now goes into like one of my favorite things to do for my clients is outfit planning just for their day-to-day lives and like trip planning and outfit planning and, um, looking ahead. So, um, that definitely like, you know, that. Um love of being prepared. Yeah. <laughs> really works. I love that.
0: Um, so how long then were you with this store and sort of what was the next step from there? Were you with them until you started your styling business? Or talk me through sort of the process and journey there?
1: Totally. So um I worked um through college um up until um basically I moved to Houston. Okay. Um and I moved to Houston and like um, was getting my hair done, was like randomly assigned to um, this wonderful, I call her a good witch, um, this wonderful (laughs) woman that still cuts and does my hair and she does Mr. Dittner's hair, which I don't know if you've seen his hair on my Instagram, but it's quite incredible. (laughs) Um she just like sculpts his hair. Like he does nothing to his hair. It's like so um I'm so resentful about it. It's it's (laughs) so naturally amazing. Anyway, but I it was like total um chance kind of encounter. I just like said, okay, I need my haircut. A friend recommended her salon and I sat down and I was like, "Yes, I just moved from Columbus City. Like, these are my um, credentials. I want to work in fashion. I am not sure. I have no connections here." She was like, "Oh, my best friend does PR for the store called Muse, and I think they actually just lost their buyer because she um, is she just had her first child and she decided mm-hmm. that she is going to um, stay home." And so I like went in and we totally clicked and I had all of the, um, buying and merchandising and just fashion knowledge that they needed. And, um, I was there, um, being a contemporary women's buyer, more merchandiser, just like helping people on the floor as a tiny team. Um, it was pretty much just me and the owner, um, from day to day. Um, and I was there, I think for six years, five Hmm. or six years. So while I was there, the owner of the store and I um, started um, helping clients would be like, can y'all come over and help me purge my closet or figure out what I need or plan outfits for me? And so we started doing that and um, that was so much fun. Um, and so, yeah, um, I just – So like, that I mean, kind of inspired then exactly. your styling business. Exactly. And then also at the same time, my mother-in-law knew – that um, I like really wanted to be a stylist and and a wardrobe consultant. And so she was like my first client. She started hiring me because there's like no shopping where she lives. Uh So – or very little shopping where she lives. So I was – so she always says, I was your first client.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's so sweet that she's supportive.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she's um, amazing. She has – and honestly, like thinking about the questions you sent me and like what preppy means to me, like she is kind of like has – like a Jackie O frame. She wears uh-huh. like an A-line dress like no one else. So like she's definitely like oh she's like one of my preppier um, clients for sure. Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So okay, so you
0: decided then at this point to start your styling and wardrobe consulting business. So what were some of the first steps? Like were you creating a website for it at that point? Um did you start with Instagram? Like talk to me about idea to actually getting it out there.
1: Totally. Okay. So I kind of like wrote down bullet points for this one. Um, Okay. So first, yeah. So like I was at Muse and the um, owner of the store and I um, were like taking on clients together. And then I kind of like branched off and like um, started gaining clients on my own. And then um, I started my Instagram and I had a blog um, and so that was kind of like the, um, you know, PR marketing for my services. And, um, it like, it's honestly happened so organically over the years. Like when people ask like, how did this happen? I'm a little like, let me think about that. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So basically it's just been building it slowly over the years. Yeah. So just promoting it on my blog when I had a blog and then promoting on my social media. And then um, in May of 2021, I um, lost the blog component because it was just like such a time suck. And I had really honestly found that like I could execute just what I wanted to um, on my blog through my um, Instagram and through my LTK account. I could yeah. just, you know, tag the products that I loved um, instead of having like a full-on blog. Mm-hmm. Um if that makes sense, so yeah. So, after I did a rebrand with um, this incredible marketing company called Five Plus Eight here in Houston, um, and it was so fun working with them, and um. Yeah, the business has really blown up after um, they did my rebrand. Like, honestly, I was like joking with the owner. He's like the husband of one of my best friends. And I was like, you know, it's amazing when you like do a logo and do a, like a real website for your business. What happens? It's like, you know, amazing.
0: <laughs> He's probably like, yeah, I know. I've been trying to tell you this forever.
1: <laughs> oh, exactly. Exactly. Um, but, you know, I just never stopped and taken the time to do it. But um, mm-hmm. after I did, um, my first big like Buru collab in fall of 2020, um, it was kind of like, oh, okay, I need to like, this is actually becoming a like legit business. I need to take this seriously, <laughs> stop and get a logo. <laughs> like, okay.
0: Definitely. So I wanted to talk to you even about that Buru collab. So how did that come about? Like, what was the design process like? Or um, And then you've done a few since then. So
1: let's chat about Buru. Um, well, so, um, you know, boo, Bur- well, you might not know this. So Buru started as like everything is like breastfeeding friendly, mom mm-hmm. friendly, um, years and years ago when it started. And now it's kind of evolved. Like I have personal shopping clients that like, you know, don't have children are in their twenties and like they were, you know, Buru head to toe, like really consistently. Um, so, um, but they reached out to me, i had followed them for a while. I think I found them through Lindsay's Z- Zurich, um, cause she'd like done, um, trunk shows with them and collaborated with them. And, um, they reached out to me after I had my first baby and they're like, Hey, let's collaborate. Let's, um, do something for your blog and your social. And they were just so easy to work with and wonderful. It's a husband and wife that own it. And then Morgan Hutchinson, um, she's like the creative behind it it's she's just so incredible to work with and she and I are like very like-minded in a lot of ways and so mm-hmm. um yeah we just had successful just like little promotions and <laughs> it was like summer of 2020 you know so you know the world is upside down <laughs> you know it's like any were I felt like we were all just like reaching out on social media like trying to you know is anybody out there like any way <laughs> to connect with people just being stuck at home. And I had this cocktail napkin. It was an Indian poppy print. And I put it on my social media. I was like, if anybody finds a dress that looks like this, like, let me know. I want a dress like this. And um, Morgan, a lot of people were like, oh, try this, try this, try this. It was amazing. And then Morgan for replied back was like, well, let's design one. Let's do a collab. And, you know, as these things evolve and we're sourcing fabrics, the Indian poppy dress went to the side and we did something totally different. But um, we honestly like launched that first collection in fall 2020, having no idea how this would go. You know, I'm like, I think I'm considered a micro influencer. I only have like Mm -hmm. 16K-ish or um, followers on Instagram. But like we had no idea that it would sell out in less than 24 hours Mm -hmm. and we'd sell like insane units that like, yeah, I mean, our joke is, and it was true, like my mother didn't get the dress she wanted. from. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because- also, that's a tight turnaround
0: though, from like summer to fall to get a collection out.
1: No, totally, totally. So I think we did it, I think it was like early September. Wow. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she does like a lot of um, – Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, upcycled upcycled fabric. Yes, yeah. And so she's like on the ground in LA. You know, they can make things in their microfactory. So, you know, if she has the time um, and the creative energy, like she can um, turn things around. I think they've grown so much um, even over just like the past year that like um, – that's like changing a bit yeah. um but just because they've had so much growth which is like such a good thing but you know I don't want to like s- say that she can turn things around and her be like that's I'm <laughs> <at."> <laughs> no, for sure. I, but I no. mean I remember when that collection came out I couldn't even
0: get a piece and it's funny because I had met Morgan at the southern sea the last time and I had already been following you and like you know was shopping the collection, all of that. Uh, but she just raved about you. And I was like, okay, this this girl, she must be great in person then.
1: So I have to get her on the podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so sweet. No, totally. Morgan is that same. Like I love her so much. She's one of those people that I just want to like have a glass of wine with her and just like wind her up and let her talk. Like she <laughs> is such a good storyteller and she is like, she's one of those people I just She's so her brand, you know, and I think that's, like, part of their success is that it's so authentically who they are. Definitely. Um, Anyway, um, I'm, like, getting gushy, but I just adore (laughs) them. So kind of what – what was the inspiration for that first
0: collection then? Obviously, it started with that Mm -hmm. print that you found, but you went a different route. So how
1: would you describe that collection and then, you know, the most recent one even? totally so she was like okay send me ideas about like what you would want to you know put out into the world what do you want to create and so i put together like a private pinterest board and sent her i was like i'd love to do a matching set you know i love stripes um you know i love metallic and she just has such a great grasp i mean like the influencers they collaborate with You know, everybody's, I feel like style is so different, but Mm -hmm. she still manages to, like, have it be buru and those emulsors. I feel like she does such a great job. And she literally sent me this card back of swatches of fabric that I was like, oh, my goodness, that's exactly what we need. These are perfect. I mean, like, that metallic gold um, house coat that we did. I mean, I feel like that was me in a fabric. And, like, (laughs) the striped buttons was so good. And then that striped set, which now I think we've done – I don't know, four, wow. three or four striped set launches. And like, it is just unending the love that people have shown for those sets. And like, we love them. Like, it's the thing that I want to put on when I get home from, you know, a long day at work or like throw on to take the girls to school or get on a plane in, um, Anyway, but so it's so wonderful when, like, something that you love and, like, you we've really felt like um, those matching sets and easy things were needed, and um, it's so wonderful when, like, people are like, yes, we do need that. We want that. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. I love how it can be comfortable but still, like, very chic. Totally. Totally. Uh, Yeah. I mean, especially after, like, I keep talking about 2020, but it really, I feel like, did change, like... I don't want to be uncomfortable anymore. And I've realized that like I don't have to be uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. I I think the pajama dressing matching set, is that pajamas? Is that an outfit? I feel like that's yeah. here to Like yeah. I don't want it to ever go away.
0: <laughs> Agreed. And you do a great job of styling it. So great. speaking of styling and outfits, like What's your process for styling and picking out an outfit, whether for yourself or for a client? Like, is there sort of a formula that you use? Or I know like people sometimes with tablescapes, they, you know, start with the tablecloth and then everything jumps off from there. Or what's your process like?
1: Totally, totally. So um, I like to choose one bold piece to build everything around, whether it's for myself or for my clients. So like for me, I'll be like, okay. What does my day entail? You know, who am I meeting with today? What am I doing? Okay. Um, and I really do. It's so funny. Like, I will totally um, dress in a mood for my clients. Like, I have one client that is, like, so East Coast Nantucket chic, like, blues and whites all the way. Like, I will always wear blue and white to, like, an appointment with her. It's so funny, <laughs> like, how she, like, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to see her today. Um, so I'm going to, like, dress so I, like, match her vibe. But, yes, yeah, so I pick out one um, – Bold piece to build everything around, and I really feel like when I had my blog, I would talk a lot about this. You know, it's all about balance. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. say there's that like like this is hanging in my office right now, so this is on my mind. So that bright orange Zara set that I posted on my Instagram recently, Um, it's like again very Jackie O 60s, like kind of a cool lot with like a matching long kind of tunic top um so that's very retro and bold so for me I'm gonna pair that with something that's a little like a shoe that's a little more modern like I probably wouldn't do like a ballet flat with that because I feel like it looks like too grandma grandma so I would do like a D, that like Dior slide that everybody loves um and then like maybe a pearl earring or a diamond earring you know I feel like it's all about the balance when you're putting an outfit together like you need to balance like Retro and modern. I love vintage and I love things that are like inspired by vintage, but you can't wear it like they actually used to in the 60s or you look like, are you in a, a costume? costume. Yeah. So, totally, <laughs> totally. And then for my clients, like say we, we got one of my clients, a really great pink Veronica beer blazer recently. So when I go over to her house to plant outfits, I'll grab that blazer. and I'll be like, okay, I'm going to make at least three outfits with this blazer. I'll put it with jeans and a top. I'll put it with, you know, charcoal gray pants and a blouse. I'll put it, you know, throw it over your shoulders for like with a dress maybe for dinner. Um, I really, um, that's kind of like my creative process as far as like being with my clients, you know, I, I really struggle, um, like, um staying focused, <laughs> being a creative. <laughs> and so I feel like that um being like, okay, this is my anchor item and like, let me go off of this for a while and create different outfits with this. That helps me like stay in line um as I'm planning out for my clients. Cause you should be like, oh, this is a great pant. And then like, you know, an hour later, I'm like, wait, what did I actually do here? <laughs> like, so that definitely like keeps me in line. And Um, Expedites the process, I think. (laughs) I love that. Those were some great
0: tips. Um, (laughs) Now, what would you say is your hardest part about what you do?
1: I think the hard hardest part is like managing the growth right now, Mm. Um, which is I know a champagne problem. So don't (laughs) think I'm complaining. But yeah, right now it's managing the growth. Um, You know, with a business like. Mine, it's so personal and people are hiring me, you know, because they want like my take on their closet. They want me to source new items for them. They want me to plan the outfits. So, um, yeah, right now it's just kind of managing the growth and that like, I, you know, I can jump in when my Mm -hmm. client texts me and says, um, I'm going on a last minute girls trip to Mexico. Can you come over and pack for me? Or um, a husband, um, like, recently DM'd me and was like, hey, my wife is your client. This is her name. I'm surprising her with a party. And can you get a dress for her? Yeah. Um, you know, balancing, um, trying to pack everything in and serve everyone, everything that we're planning, but then also, like, having the time to, like, jump in and help people. Because a big part of my business, you know, this is just my – what I do is a service. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm having – trouble. Manage. That's the hardest part right now.
0: Yeah. Sure. I feel like a lot of people go through that, but it's especially hard, like you said, when they want to work with you specifically. So it's it's hard to hire out for that. You have to find different ways to hire out, whether that's then someone posting on your social or um, different ways to work around that. But I know you'll figure it out.
1: <laughs> You're sweet. No, totally. No, like literally I wrote that. I was like, do you have any books or podcasts (laughs) to listen to about manageable growth? If anyone does, please DM me. (laughs) Yes, that's great. Uh, What's your
0: favorite part about what you do? Oh
1: my goodness. Um, I think, and like, I'm like almost getting misty saying this is Mm -hmm. like, for me, it is truly adding so much value to my clients' lives and like being able to take stress out of their lives. Um, you know, people are traveling again now and it's been just so wonderful like, you know, I love what I do and you know, some days you walk away from an appointment and you're like, were we on the same wavelength? Like was I delivering what she wanted, you know, or was she just being nice and like mm-hmm. After people have had, you know, big family weddings again this summer, huge, you know, trips, you know, abroad and people coming back and just saying, hey, I just want to let you know, like my trip was so great. And it was like a big part of like the stress being relieved was because I didn't have to think about what to wear yeah. or like, hey, that family wedding was really dicey, but I felt <laughs> great in my dress that you found for me. You know, that's just – um it like really does kind of make me misty. Like the fact that, you know, fashion is, you know, with a whipped cream industry, you know, it's the cherry on top. It's not an essential. um, I'm, you know, you know, I'm not, you know, curing cancer here, but it's just wonderful to know that, you know, my, um, passion can, um, add real value to people's lives and, you know, take stress out of stressful situations for them. I always say like, everyone's into outsourcing right now. And, you know, like,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um, you can outsource your clothes to me. I always say, I can't cook you dinner, but I can plan you a good outfit. (laughs) (laughs) I love that little slogan. (laughs) Hilarious. Um, what would
0: a dream collab or client be for you? So whether like how you collaborated with Boo or what's like another brand or business you'd love to collaborate with or like who would be a dream client of yours? Like any celebrity or influencer or royal or something
1: like that. Um, I love this question because <laughs> I'm getting to talk about something that's been rolling around my brain for a while. You know how um, capsule wardrobes – Um, are usually just neutrals and Mm -hmm. solids. I mean, I love, you know, those are so pretty and fascinating to me. I love when people do those. Well, I would love to put together a capsule wardrobe that is um, full of color and pattern. Ooh. Um, I think that would be such a fun project Um, and, you know, like dream level. I would love to, you know, loop in all my favorite brands, you know, Veronica Beard, um, Buru, Hunter Bell. You know, like let's do a Freya hat that matches. You know, let's do a bag. You know, a feather bag that matches. Let's do some shoes. Um, I think that would be so much fun. Yes, um, and people have like asked me for that. Funny enough, <laughs> um, you know, like you have this thought on your own, you don't express it, and then like all of a sudden people like you know start talking about it. It's kind of one of those weird things. Um, but yeah, that's definitely like a dream of mine. It's kind of one of those, if time allows, you know, of course I can just kind of like put together, start putting those together for like my LTK. Um, and then like maybe eventually do a collab, but like, I would love to, yeah, do like a, um, print and color forward capsule wardrobe.
0: I love that. I feel like you should do that for the new year. I feel like everyone... In like January, February, they're looking for a refresh and new ideas and
1: um after winter, like looking to add some color in. Oh, that's such a good idea. No, okay. totally. Like everybody <laughs> needs a style cleanse like after yeah. the holidays. It's like, okay. Yeah. I just wore sequins. Like what am I actually gonna wear day to day? No, totally. That's such a good idea. Yeah. Um, so since this is the preppy podcast, I always ask
0: everyone, what does preppy mean to you? And you mentioned um, your mother in law, right? Who is very Jackie O preppy. Mm-hmm. Um, but how would you describe preppy then?
1: Um, when I think of preppy, I mean, I love preppy. I mean, I would borrow from the bo- boys, like low mm-hmm. furge jeans, cable nut sweater every single day. if like I lived in the climate. That I, was <laughs> out of that. Um, I always joke that I live in the wrong place. Like I'm not <laughs> a hot weather person living in Houston. Um, so there's that book, Take Ivy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and we actually have that um, on our coffee table. And that book is just like I love that book so much so when I think of preppy I think of that like I think of cable knit sweaters and um you know bar ivy league yeah actually, ivy league totally like um a lot of people I think can like think preppy and like pastels like that lily pulitzer Mm -hmm. you know um which I love totally you know I love color and pattern but for me like preppy I kind of think like fall in New England like cozy yeah um, khaki um trench coat yeah that's fall. a great answer mhm oh my gosh plaid <laughs> <laughs> i like want foliage. <laughs> yes.
0: Oh my gosh. I know I'm over spring and summer. I'm like, I'm ready for fall fashions and winter.
1: <laughs> totally. Totally. It's a time of year where it's like, I cannot wear another cotton dress. I'm over Yeah.
0: It. <laughs> what is one piece of advice that you would give someone who wants to get into sort of what you do, wants to get into styling or wardrobe consulting What's a piece
1: of advice you'd give them? Advice I would give someone wanting to jump into the fashion industry. I would just say like get out there and get your feet wet. Um, maybe work at a store. I mean, retail can be such a grind, especially these days. But truly, I didn't realize that I had a knack for putting outfits together until I worked in my first store. People would be like, what do you wear with this top? And I would like blink at them and be like, what do you mean? You don't like instinctively know what to wear with that top? Like it, real? I was. It was a light bulb went off for me. I was like, oh, I have a knack for putting outfits together, and not everybody knows how to do this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. So I would just say, and like again, my first client was my mother in law. Like she, um, I like she was so kind, and like you know, I really like figured out how to help people. Um, yeah. I mean, like an internship with a stylist. Um, I would really honestly just like knock on any door, you know, anyone that has style that aligns with you, I would knock on any door. You know, I have truly found that, um, the fashion industry can have the reputation for being icy, but I have truly found like when you ask for help and tell people like, I would love to shadow you or learn from you And if you're willing to work hard, people are so warm and welcoming, truly.
0: Yeah. And I think that's great advice. I mean, with any industry, just to get yourself out there and immerse yourself in whatever you want to do
1: and what your passion is, is the best way to learn. Totally. Exactly. You've got to like be in the process to figure it out. Totally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: What is something on your wish list for your closet right now?
1: I need – a neat as a stretch, but <laughs> <laughs> um, I want a metallic big tote
0: mm-hmm. for
1: Jay. There's that um, Gucci. Um, they like relaunched the Diana with the like um, bamboo handle. Yeah. Um, I'm considering that they have like a silver one with a brown bamboo handle. I feel like Ooh. it's kind of like classic, but also very like modern. Um, but yeah, I need a good day metallic bag that I can like take on client appointments and have all my snacks in and my, <laughs> I love that um, have all your snacks in it. <laughs> um, um, yeah. I mean, girl, you never know. Like when you go to someone's home, like How sometimes long you like end up being there for like four hours. Like I need snacks. Like I, yeah. take- <laughs> I really do. Like- I always have snacks too. <laughs> oh my gosh. Amazing. Amazing. Soul <laughs> sisters. Yes. Yeah. Um,
0: What is something you think uh, everyone should have in their closet? Like maybe it's a basic piece that just everyone should have, you know, to layer or just a foundational piece for the wardrobe. Or maybe it's something that you think everyone should try and invest in if they can.
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like this is such a cornerstone of my style. And honestly, when I go into someone's closet and do a closet analysis and like come back with what I call like suggested items Mm – um, to add into their wardrobe to really diversify what they already have and then, you know, like fill in some holes that they need. Usually a long sleeve striped shirt is always on that list. Um, St. James is my favorite. Okay. And um, they're a French company, but I do feel like it's like somehow a little bit preppy. Yeah. I don't know. Um mm-hmm.
0: I feel like it could be preppy. It could be – like, you can do so much with a striped shirt.
1: No, totally. And it, like, really is interesting. Like, only a few clients have I ever not suggested that Um, because it it, a long sleeve striped shirt is just so versatile. And Mm -hmm. it's, like, classic enough that you can mix it with other things. Um, Yeah, I think that is, like, what I would say. That's the thing that pops into my head for sure. Like, always comes on trips with me, like – you know, constantly being washed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> great answer. Uh, what would you say your go-to drink is? I feel like you always have great outfits, but then you're also showing some fun, like little martinis
1: and stuff too. Oh my goodness. Okay, so yeah, so when this uh, this might sound bad, but this is the truth. Um, <laughs> When we had our first baby, and like after I was done breastfeeding, um, I told my husband one day, I was like, I like every Friday night, like, I want a martini. I love that. <laughs> By Friday night, like, motherhood and working and all these things, like, I need a glass of wines, not doing it anymore. And so, like, he, um, one of our best friends makes like a really good martini, and so, like, he got the recipe, um, that he uses. And so, yeah, like, a well, and I don't do a gin martini. Gin's the classic, okay. but I do, like, yeah. a vodka martini um, dirty with olives. Um, yes. And then, but, like, for, um, like, in the morning, um, if you're asking, like, coffee drink, I just yeah. love, like, um, the Nespresso that I make here at home with, like, mm-hmm. oh, Like, that's, uh, like, sometimes I like that more than, like, a coffee shop coffee. Um, yeah. But no. The Nespresso is a game changer at home. Oh my gosh. it really is. It really is. Uh, what about the last thing you bought? Um, the last thing I bought, okay, when I wrote these questions down when um, <laughs> we like first made this appointment. Um, let me um, it's changed since then. Let me think about what. I just um, okay, the last thing I bought was um, the lake striped robe from Ooh. there, they just did that big sale. Yeah. Um, yeah. And ever since um like the original parent trap, I've kind of been obsessed with um, like a borrow from the boys oversized robe. The mom mm-hmm. like takes a shower. Do you remember this part? I don't know if you've ever seen it, but um, anyway, and I just like, I always like, I'm always stealing Mr. Dinner's robe. And he gets <laughs> so annoyed with me. He's like, this smells like your perfume. You get moisturizer on it but, like, I always feel good in like an oversized robe so anyway mm-hmm. I got their like striped cotton um robe and I like sized up to the large in it because um I wanted it to like fit like I stole it from Mr. Dinner
0: <laughs> yeah their materials the softest that like um I love their stuff oh
1: right I know it's so good it's so good
0: what about um where's your favorite place to travel and where's
1: somewhere that's on your bucket list my favorite place is definitely New York. Um, ugh, I just love that city. Um, and we actually just booked a trip for this fall, so I'm so excited. I haven't been back in a while. Um, I used to go like three times a year at least. For, yeah, like, for work. buying. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just like, I miss it so much. Um, but one, yeah, I think the top of my list right now is Copenhagen, Hagen, oh. Copenhagen, Copenhagen. Yeah. Um, I just like think it would be so my vibe like (laughs) old classic yeah european um so yeah i think that's on the top of my list that sounds so fun Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: now what's next for you is there anything you know you're working on and excited about like whether it's a new collab or obviously you mentioned uh, your little capsule wardrobe idea
1: so maybe getting that going um, yes. So um, we're working on, um, I think this spring, we even started throwing around ideas for um, my holiday collab
0: um,
1: I think it should come out early November. I think that's what we're shooting for. Um, again, we don't have a date for sure yet. But um, yeah, so this holiday season, um, You know, I don't like to buy things that are, like, one and done, right? I love to style Mm -hmm. things different ways and have versatile pieces. So we're really working on that balance. And, like, last year's, you know, collection was great. You could wear it, you know, all fall, winter. But um, we're kind of thinking about maybe doing some, like, animal print for the holidays, some things Mm -hmm. that would, like, go – even more year-round um so things that definitely like you know scream holidays but then also things that you're going to be like oh my gosh how did i live without this before like i wear this once a week um so yeah doing that and then yes yeah, just like i'm trying to manage this growth
0: <laughs> that's amazing i'm excited for this next boo
1: club then i love a good animal print yeah, Morgan found like a really, really, really good one. Like, literally, wow. I dreamed about it the other night. <laughs> like, I was like, <laughs> um, yeah. It's, That's so funny. Yeah, no, totally. So, um, yeah, the design process with her, we usually start with the fabrics. Okay. Um, you know, because it's all um, mainly upcycled fabrics. So, awesome. um, it's like, we can't just, like, you know, you can, you know, dream about it all day, but, like, what can we actually <laughs> find, it. find? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And source. Well, and that's the thing, how, like, things sell, you know, sell out. And, like, people are like, when are you going to bring that back? And like, yeah, we're so sorry. That was, like, literally the only, you know, that's all the fabric that existed in that fabric. Anyway. Makes it
0: special, though. No, totally. Exactly. <laughs> So my final question is, where can people find you? Let everyone listening know what your Instagram handle is um, and what your website is. That way, if they want to go and work with you, um, find your collaborations, all of that.
1: You are so sweet to ask that question. So, um I made it really easy. My website and my Instagram are my name. So, Valerie underscore Dittner is my Instagram handle. And Dittner's D I T T N E R. Very uncommon last name. And then my website's just valeriedittner.com. So, um, super simple.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Valerie. This was so fun learning more about you um,
1: and everything you have going on. Thank you so much. I feel like I like rambled these podcasts are funny because it's like um it's like a one-way convo I'm just like talking about myself (laughs) I want to hear more about you
0: (laughs) you're so sweet (laughs) thank you so much for listening to the preppy podcast I hope this put a little prep in your step for the day please subscribe rate and review on wherever you listen to your podcast and follow along with at the preppy podcast on social media